0: The trade that the NBA world has been waiting on finally went down as Dame Lillard was traded to the Milwaukee Bucks to form a new core three with him, Giannis Antetokounmpo and Chris Middleton. And we're going to rank that core three players against other core threes from around the NBA and see where they rank now after this team's formed together, at least on paper. We're also going to look at the best trade destinations who can make a move to bring Drew Holiday to their team as the Portland Trailblazers are reportedly shopping the veteran point guard around. We're going to talk about all that and more right after this. Welcome to the number one place for your daily basketball news and analysis, NBA Central. What's going on, basketball fans? Welcome to another episode of nba central i'm the host here hayes holding it down for the squad you guys can follow the channel at nba central pod on every social media platform we happen to be on with that being said let's go ahead and get into the content for today and i want to rank the newly formed core three with the milwaukee bucks against other core threes uh in the nba and so we're going to see where they rank at least as far as my my view on it right now on paper of course you want to see how these teams are going to come together there are a lot of newly formed core threes as well around the league that we're going to talk about. but We're going to start the list off with the defending NBA champions in the Denver Nuggets. Now, the Denver Nuggets have a couple of things going uh, for them in this list and why they're ranked number one. Not only are they the reigning NBA champions, you also got to look at the Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, and just the chemistry between those two players and how long they've been playing there. When you pair in Aaron Gordon, who I'm listening as the other member of the core three here on this team. They've been through battles together. They've gone on final runs together. And really just the way that it's come together. Jokic, Jamal Murray, playing their basically their whole careers together. You then have Aaron Gordon, who since being moved up to Denver, to, to join this core has just really thrived in his role that he has here on this team, a very defined role, kind of being nice, being the in-between piece between Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, but we all know Jokic is the motor that makes that team and that engine go down there in Denver, and Jamal Murray and him have such a great chemistry in how they play with Jokic primarily being the ball handler, and Jamal Murray, even though he's the starting point guard, being able to float around on the on the outside, on the perimeter, use his scoring uh, to benefit the team and really just using Nikola Jokic's gravity and the fact that he can run an offense from the center position and it's really helped Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon just thrive so much down there and so because of everything going in their favor the continuity that they have there the fact that they've won hardware like recently right they're the reigning NBA champions all that is why I have to put them at number one on this list. And so, you know, outside of really them and the Golden State Warriors and Los Angeles Lakers, almost every core three on this team has come together fairly recently. And so them having that continuity is definitely gonna put them above on that list. The next one up that I'm gonna talk about is the Phoenix Suns. Now, this is a newly constructed uh, core three, right? And a lot of changes happened down there uh, over the last uh, year for for the Phoenix Suns. But when you look at the fact of having Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, bradley bill down there just what those three are capable of scoring wise right and i think them getting involved in like this uh, dame lillard trade and really kind of solidifying that bench even more than what we initially came into the season thinking right one of my biggest concerns was after the bradley bill trade for the phoenix suns was just how thin that roster was now going to be well it's still going to have its flaws right i don't want to make it seem like it's a perfect uh, constructed roster by any stretch because it's not right but it's a extremely solid one in which you really look at that team and what they're capable of doing, right? And so having Bradley Bill, Devin Booker, uh, Kevin Durant, we'll see who ends up being that starting three for them, probably Josh Akogi, right? And now if they can get of Nurkic to be healthy consistently, I like what they've d- done here, just uh, healthy questions of a fit you know having Aaron Gordon Sabine Lee coming off that bench as well you know Watanabe who's a dangerous shooter and I, I I'm pretty much guessing that Bol Bol is actually going to get some tick here and we're finally going to get to see what he can actually be I like the Phoenix Suns especially though that core three we're not necessarily ranking the teams but I like that core three of players just for the high level offensive talent that they have down there it's just up to them to put it together on the, the basketball court now next up this is one that's that has a lot of continuity in Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and now Kristaps Przingis being down there. One of the biggest things with the Boston Celtics and why they didn't rank second, which I almost put them there, is because you, you still need to see the fit. and We still need to see it with the Phoenix Suns as well, but at least we have something on paper for at least uh, Booker and, uh, and Kevin Durant, right? Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown already kind of questions on if their, their long-term fit together, right? That was kind of the storyline going on next season. They've now lost Marcus Smart, who's hugely important to their chemistry down there and just their identity as a as a defensive team, right? Same with Grant Williams, who they lost also. But if this works, right, if this tandem works, and Chris Stops, who's been more healthy here recently uh, than what he was you know, a few years ago, if this really works, I can see this hitting. And I also think putting Robert Williams, having Al Horford down there as, as reserve bigs as well, putting Robert Williams in a, in a situation where he's probably not going to start and he's going to be able to kind of, hopefully they're going to be able to keep him healthy because if you can have a healthy Christophs Prazingis and Robert Williams in the playoffs, that's going to be big for a Boston Celtics team. And so I love their their core three down there a lot and uh, ranks pretty high on, the, on that list for me. And then next up, that's where I'm putting the newly constructed Milwaukee Bucks on this list. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Dame Lillard, Chris Middleton, that is going to be such an intriguing just three players and how they come together. The Giannis Wall, which teams have been using now to kind of guard Giannis Antetokounmpo, Dame Lillard can bust that up, right? Chris Middleton as well, when his shot's falling, can bust that up. And so this is a team that I think automatically moves into that pole position in the East, right? Uh, Theoretically, if everything works. Yeah, they lose Drew Holiday in this trade. But listen, if the scheme comes together in the way that it can and looks on paper— and it works, right, with Dame Little, who's never played with a player like Giannis Antetokounmpo. We could say the same thing about Giannis with Dame, if this pairing works, right? Not only are you going to lock in Giannis Antetokounmpo long term, but we're talking about a team with Dame already locked in for another three or four years. And Giannis, once he re-ups as well, you're talking about a team that you can have a core of those players. Even with Dame Lillard getting a little bit on the older side, right, it's still shown that he can be a very uh extra- electrifying scorer at the NBA level. So, you know, I, I I put that there. I'm just really – the health is a concern there with Milwaukee as well. How the rest of the role players are going to fit out for them also is a big question for me uh, with with Milwaukee. But I think ultimately talent wins out, right? And we're, if we're ranking the core three players overall, it's hard to pick a core three that's better than that, especially in the Eastern Conference, even though I ranked Boston above them right now. But you, they still got Brooke Lopez down there. Still got Bobby Porter's down there, right? Jake Crowder, if he can stay healthy, right? I like what this rotation could be overall for the Milwaukee Bucks, and I think that this core three players is going to bring it together a lot for them as well. And then next up, the old faithful, right? Steph, Clay, Draymond Green, right? While they are going to go through their issues, we saw them, especially on the road last season, Just this, it's starting to get evident that they are starting to age out, right? But this team still, those three players, I gotta still give respect to them to them. I just I like what they do. I like the way that they go over how they play on both sides of the ball, even with Draymond kind of being some question right now. But this team has stuck it out together. And I think for the respect factor, I know a lot of people are out on Klay Thompson as well, still average 22 points a game. So like Klay can still get it done. But I gotta put the Golden State Warriors on this list as well. And then lastly, the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh I think LeBron, Anthony Davis, Austin Reeves, they balance out really well. I think this is gonna be a team that wins a lot of regular season games. We'll see how they're able to perform in the playoffs, but I wanted to put them on this list as well because, hey, listen, they they got a core three that's pretty nice down there. But, oh, I actually made a mistake. Before the last two teams that I placed, before the Lakers for sure, you got to put in John Morant, Jaron Jackson, and Desmond Bain. I like the core of those three players as well. I like how they they absolutely have synergy and balance each other out. They've played together a number of years also. The biggest questions with them, is, of course, is as you go further in the playoffs, and can they stave off the distractions and the off-the-court nonsense? But you've got the reigning defensive player of the year. you got John Morant, who's a threat to, be, uh, to lead the league in, a, in multiple different categories. Yes, he's going to miss the first 25 games of the season, but hey, This is still a formidable three players as well that you can't overlook at all. So that's my list. You guys can let me know. I know that I didn't rank Paul George, Kawhi, and Russell Westbrook because, listen, that core three of players to me will be more towards the bottom of that list uh, just because they they really – can you bet on them to stay healthy? Can you, right? And then Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, like we don't even know. There's rumors and rumblings of – donovan mitchell kind of being upset down there and they may look to move him so you know those are other teams that definitely have a core three group of players that deserve to be talked about but i think i with where those teams are right now and the status of those teams it's hard for me to rank them as high as i rank some of the other ones but let me know what you guys think on that list down below now before we go i want to talk about one of the pieces that were moved in this dame little trade and that's drew holiday it's now been you know already uh came out that the Portland Trail Blazers are going to look to immediately flip Drew Holiday back. They're going to get some assets back for him as well. I want to talk about some of the teams that could be in the market to trade for Drew Holiday with the Portland Trail Blazers. And the first one I'm going to mention is the one that we've kind of heard already, and that's the Philadelphia 76ers expected to try to bring Drew Holiday back there, right? He began his career with the 76ers, and so I do think that that is a player that you can look to pair with Joel Embiid. And considering that the Philadelphia 76ers, maybe looking to make moves to keep Joel Embiid around and happy so he won't request a trade amongst all the nonsense going on with James Harden, they can definitely get in in that. Now they do have contracts with, with James Harden that basically matches one for one uh with with uh Drew Holidays. But for the for the Philadelphia 76ers to get involved in a trade for Drew Holiday, they will absolutely have to get a third team involved. I cannot see the Portland Trailblazers wanting to take on the James Harden contract. So with that said, uh, if the, the the Sixers do want Drew Holiday, I think they're going to have to work it out as a multi-team trade where James Harden is a part of it and goes to a different destination, and then that brings Drew Holiday to the to the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. But let me know what you guys think on that one. The next one up is kind of the loser in the Dame Lillard sweepstakes, and that is the Miami Heat. I think the Miami Heat are still going to be looking to add a point guard to this team. Now, could they... Still look to do a deal with Portland. and Could there be some saltiness there? Absolutely, but much like they had the assets to match the contract for uh, Dame Lillard, they have more than enough assets to match the contract of Drew Holiday. The biggest question is: Will now the Portland Trail Blazers be more apt to take the the, the Miami Heat's pick swaps for a player like Drew Holiday, whereas they already got you know one uh, pick outright and two pick uh, swaps for Dame Lillard from the Milwaukee Bucks? So you know we know the Portland Trail Blazers. Picks are the biggest thing that they're after here, and if the if the Miami Heat can offer the right set of picks with offering non-long-term contracts to the Portland Trailblazers, I think that the Miami Heat may be on the phone. That's, again, if Pat Riley decides not to be Petty Pat uh, when it comes down to just now trying to do a deal with the Portland Trailblazers. The next team up that I think uh, could be on the lookout, even though they have Russell Westbrook down there, is the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, it seems like they were kind of looking to see what they can do with some of their assets. They have more than what some of the teams on this list have. When you look at, they outright own their picks in 2028 and 2030 that they could look to move in that deal. They also have um, players to match the contract. When you look at Robert Covington, Terrence Mann, Nicholas Batum, Norman Powell, Marcus uh, Morris Jr. A uh, senior, I should say. They have the contracts right that can that they can combine to get to that 36 million dollars for Drew Holiday. The biggest question is: Is will the Portland Trailblazers? fight on that, but though the fact that they can get outright picks, not even pick swaps for the Los Angeles Clippers, they that puts them on the list in my opinion as well. The next one up, uh, is the Boston Celtics, right? We've heard they're looking to possibly move Malcolm Brogdon's contract. And if they do, Drew Holiday could be a nice replacement for what they lost in Marcus Smart and how he can fit in with those core three players we talked about in the first segment of the show, right? Drew Holiday and the way that he can fit in with uh Jason Tatum, with um uh, Jalen Brown with Kristaps uh, Przingis, right? It makes sense. That Drew Holiday fit is almost too perfect of a fit there. The biggest question is, is that, is that will they have what Portland would be interested in, right? They have some, like I said, they have stuff to facilitate the deal. They they have more than enough assets. The biggest question is, will those be the assets that the Portland Trailblazers is going to be interested in as well? But I definitely think the Boston Celtics are a team that could slide in there and try to make that move for Drew Holiday. Keep up with the with the with the Joneses in the East, so to say, right. Next up, the San Antonio Spurs. We know that Pop likes having veterans along with younger players, and when you look at Victor Wimbiana being down there now, they could look to have a point guard that can really help take some load off of him. And Greg Popovich has already liked Drew Holiday in the uh, in the past as well. So Wimby uh, for Wimby, they could look to get Drew Holiday down there, a player that can really help uh, Wimby as long as his, uh, along his development, some pick and roll, pick and pop type things. Again, kind of a long shot there, but I do think the San Antonio Spurs are a team that can get involved in that potentially. I don't know if they're going to have the assets to be willing to give up, but we'll end up seeing. And then lastly, I'll throw the Dallas Mavericks in there, right? This is a team that have Tim Hardaway Jr.'s contracts, along with Rashawn Holmes, and they really could look. Now, they don't have a lot of draft assets, right? And if that's what the Portland Trailblazers are at more than anything, I don't know. The only first-round pick that they can trade outright uh they only have one first round pick that they can trade outright and the question is is that going to be enough and then you have to ask yourself as well drew holidays fit alongside luka Doncic and kyrie irving but i do think the dallas mavericks at this point trying to find as much talent as they can that could be another team on the list as well but hey that's my list off the top of my head let me know what you guys think down below what other teams do you think can slide in there heard like indiana pacers and things like that it really doesn't make sense to me but hey I didn't think the Milwaukee Bucks would be the one trading for Dame Lillard either. So you guys can let me know what you think on that one. Make sure you're following the show at NBA Central Pod on every social media platform. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, NBA Central Show at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything basketball related. And I'll see you guys the next time I feel like making a video. Peace, y'all.